Let's drink beer. It makes my mind clear. It takes me away from here. Let's drink beer. Let's drink beer. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of The Art of Beer. And today we got a special guest. It's Kyle Reutner from Kohana Rum. And we're going to be trying some rums and beers kind of all mixed up. So, what are we going to start with? All right, let's jump right in. And because we have world-class bartenders at the table, I figure you should make the cocktail. <laughs> That's not um, me. So let, let's make You're it. You're up, oh, Golden. All right. You're up, Golden. Now, yes. So, so very make... recently, we came out with these phenomenal ready-to-drink cocktails, ready to rock and roll. You can buy them on the store shelf, chill them in your fridge, and you will have the opportunity to make a world-class daiquiri. Uh, just like Tim. Like if I can do it, you can do it. It's great packaging on these too. I mean, the bottle, instead of going, you know, with a can or something like that, it, it looks great. So. No, we want you to be proud pouring it, right? We took, take all this work making this rum and doing all of that. Why are we gonna, you know, limp into the packaging? Smell oh. that. Cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming on. I snackeries. Made, snackeries. Yes, yes. I made a cocktail. <laughs> Watch out, world. Oh, that's a Kohana daiquiri for sure. It's so good. Bang, bang. It was so easy. Yeah. I did all that. You made work. it look easy. Yes. <laughs> I, try, I, try. I love it. I mean, it's a simple thing, right? It's just lime, sugar, and world class rum. And then for the offshoots of it, we just have some simple local flavors like lily koi, pineapple, and then we do a grapefruit one, which we call the Hemingway, you know, because Ernest Hemingway loved them as well. But this is the classic. Simple, straightforward, but like, frankly, like a great omelet, simplicity is like the hardest thing to accomplish. So let's, real fast, just tell everybody, Koana rum, based on Oahu, what kind of rum is it? What are you doing with it that's different from all the other rums? Yeah, I mean, really there's three things that make us different than anybody else. The first is we grow every bit of sugarcane ourselves. All rum comes from sugarcane. We grow it all ourselves, all here on the island of Oahu, creating jobs, creating deliciousness. That's the first thing. That's bare bones who Koana is on one side. The second thing is we only grow heirloom Hawaiian sugarcane. Most people don't realize Hawaiians had cane here eh, about a thousand years ago, 500 years before the Caribbean even got sugarcane. So we've got these old heirloom varietals. The last thing, and maybe the most important flavor-wise, is we use only the fresh juice. So we call our rum Hawaiian Agricole rum. Agricole is a French designation, it means agricultural. They sort of birthed, birthed this fresh sugarcane juice rum type. And so we borrow that, Hawaiian Agricole rum, fun, fruity, little funky, really, really vegetal. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. So one of the things that we, we wanna get into, because for a long time bartenders as we are, and we're gonna introduce Tim to this concept is, we don't always just drink a daiquiri alone. Sometimes yes. we have a daiquiri while we think about what beer we actually wanna drink. Yep. And so we should probably jump in a beer. Yeah, <laughs> yep, definitely. So what do you think first? Uh, I, I would love to go with the Hakea from the guys at Beer Lab. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. It's, we're a local company. We want to support local as well. So our boys over at Beer Lab, you know, getting a little uh, pour of their crisp and delicious light beer. We love Beer Lab, and they're friends of the, oh, of yes. the podcast. 
And Shout out to the guys at Beer Lab. Yeah, and for anybody keeping track at home, I, I mentioned a snackery earlier. This is how you have a snackery. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You have your snackery. Required equipment. And, little, and then and you bit. add charcuterie from Butcher and Bird. Yeah, proper. And you know, you're, you're set to go. We're good to little go. Little this, little that, uh, little something extra. Chuck and the team over there <laughs> crush. Yes. I love it, I love it, I love it. All right, cheers. Cheers to that. Cheers, everyone. So, where are you guys located? Because, um, you know, for us who have been out there, yeah. I always tell people, it's like the must-do experience. And if, if you live on Oahu, if you, you're here and you haven't been out there, you, you, you have to go out there. And if you're traveling here, it's like, it's, it's a box you got to check. You got to go do it. Yeah, yeah for where sure. Where are you guys located and, and what's that experience? So, central Oahu, we're in Kunia and not Kunia like the lower portion that's got like uh, the Walmart and that. We're in old Kunia, Kunia Camp. Uh, so Central Oahu, we're out there. We're the best adult field trip. Yes. Uh, like there's there's just no no you know way around it. Our weekends are packed with. Or if you folks. have a 17 year old with a license, that's a great driver for you. <laughs> wow. My guy. My guy. I like it. Yeah, that that's for sure. And yes, on the weekends especially, Ubers actually run around up there uh, because there's a bunch of you know there's a military community up there, and they actually often just will grab people, drive them all over. So we have people that cab up. Yeah, yeah it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's, a, um, it's a phenomenal experience. It's, it's the old general store and post office, right? That yeah. you guys took over from the old plantation pineapple days. Yeah, yeah. Del Monte, so yeah. built in 59. So there's a lot of history. You can kind of hit on like, you know, the colonial Hawaiian history, pre-Western contact, and then you get into the plants and the ethnobotany. There's a lot to learn about, and then at the end of the day, you have rum. You get to drink really you know good I mean? rum, yeah. So it's like and another important fact is, the guys working on your farm and in your distillery, when they're done with work, they really want a beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Honest work, yeah. they, they want a beer. The beer lab kegs that sit in our kegerator up at the distillery <laughs> are for those boys. Absolutely, no yeah. yeah. As they should be. <laughs> See, there's always a tie-in back all the way to where we're coming from, right? It's like you make your, because it's, it's hard work. You guys are out in the sun. I mean, and, and Kunia is hot. Yeah. It's hot, it's sunny. Yeah. It's yeah. hot. And you say you guys. Uh, <laughs> look, look at me. I, I, I try my best, but I, I do a lot of office work. Yeah. There are a lot of hardworking guys yeah. that deserve the praise and the beer. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll wait until they're done. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, it's like, you know, you, you, can't, you can't be, like, you know, like you said, thinking about a good cocktail, sipping on a good beer, you know, it's awesome. So, you know what, you go grab yourself a good beer, maybe find a good cocktail. It's not going to be as easy as this, but, you know, maybe you get some of those and we'll be right back after break. Bringing you what matters. Viewers can receive the Star Advertiser digital full access subscription for just $9.95 per month. Go to StarAdvertiser.com and click on subscribe. Use the code A-H-I-THING. Hey guys, welcome back. We've got Kyle from Kohana Rum. We're going to drink some more rum and do some great beer pairings and get started here. What are we drinking? Um, we are going to jump into our flagship. Kohana Kea, our white rum Kea like Mauna Kea. It's our, it's our white rum. It is the, the workhorse of all that we do at the distillery. And this is really when, when people start tasting your rum versus the rum that they've had. This is where things get different. This is where it gets fun. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, you, you automatically go, oh, most rum smells sweet, smells a little uh, maybe fake. 
Well, most rum's made from molasses, and that's not a knock on them. It just takes a lot more work to turn molasses into something delicious as opposed to Hawaiian cane. We have a better starting material and therefore get, get there faster. So there's this great vegetal earthiness. There's a depth to this, and it ends up making things like daiquiris taste better. Uh, it also pairs really well with you know certain beers. Something I want to actually say while we're sitting here, because like pairing is actually something that kind of gets me going a little bit. I'm not a big pair this with that. I say enjoy what you enjoy. The things that everybody has to remember out there about pairing, worry less about pairing these and worry more about pairing yeah, these. Yeah. This is what it's Absolutely. about, right? Yeah. So we, we always talk about it like, oh, this thing goes with that, this goes with the other. No. But the people the, at the table. Yeah, it's all about what's happening here, right? Couldn't agree more. Everything Cheers. else can Cheers be Cheers to that. Cheers. Cheers to that. I always, um, when I taste people on this for the first time at the bar, I'm, I usually start with, if you guys haven't had it at home, like I start with white tequila. Yep. Because yeah. it's got that same, and, and sort of talk about how, like a tequila maker would never use agave syrup to make tequila because it has lost all of that agave note and Character. the thing that matters yeah. to that tequila. And they're yeah. going to use, they're going to roast those pinas, they're going to crush them, they're going to get that juice out of it and then make something from it. And that's where, I think that's the, the for, for people who haven't had this before, haven't, are listening at home and haven't had it, that's where I, to start with. And then there's so many flavors in there, I can't wait to see what we do. No, for sure. And, and imagine looking at like your favorite bourbon makers and you're like, hey, you know, you should start with high fructose corn syrup. <laughs> Versus corn. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. And that's, that's where rum, unfortunately, has, you know, molasses isn't high fructose corn syrup. I'm not trying to knock it completely, uh, I mean, I like but it. there's it's a very, space there. It's very terroir driven. I mean, you get yeah. that brininess, that saltiness that you, you won't get anywhere else besides on the North Shore. Oh, you made me I shiver mean, with that terroir <laughs> reference there. You. I, mean, it's, I like it. So. I, I tell people, I mean, it's, they, I mean, for, for people, anyone who grew up around a plantation, like this smells like childhood. And, and it's interesting because like if you have a, a spirit where like you can smell the land, right? Like I grew up in Wailua and this is what my childhood smelled like all the time. When they were processing cane, the whole town smelled like this. And then the first time I met you, you brought me over and I was like, and I, in the sugar mill has been closed for you know, a long time. And I, I was like, oh my God, this is like my, my childhood. And it's so cool to like, see that transformed into a glass and then you realize like oh there's actually it's real yep. like and that's the connection where it comes through all the way where it's like you're growing something and then it's here yeah and that's that's the point like when we bottle it up people are always like well like what what's the goal at kohana and it's like we want to be sitting on a table like this and transporting whoever it is to our fields whether you're in honolulu and you're just going 30 minutes to kunia or you're in Tokyo and yeah. doing it. Yeah. You know what I mean? So speaking of pairings, like oh, yeah. let's let's crack that Hanakoa. Cause we said like a vice beer, you know, it pairs really well with this. Cause sometimes you're drinking, you're drinking, you know, little little of each, right? Yeah. I mean it's it's really interesting because our Kea tends to have this really amazing banana note, and these vice beers push that banana. Hefenweizen specifically, yeah. but the folks at Hanakoa are crushing it. They're doing an amazing job, and this is fun. Yeah. Before you guys take a sip, we need to take a little bit of a break. Why don't you guys go grab a fresh beer from the fridge, come back and see us right after this.
Get your house in order. Visit HiFiCU.com and download the Ho'okele Guidebook today. Coming back, we got some rum, we got some beer, and we got Kyle. <laughs> I like that there's been enough rum that you switched hands on that. I'm I, into it. I wasn't going to point that out, but that's, <laughs> you know, that's what friends are for. I love it. I love so, it. Uh, so we're jumping into a, a German Weiss beer with, from Hanukkah, which... It, like we were talking about, pairs really well with this kale, with the, the saltiness and brininess and the, the wheat in this beer. It's kind of just such a natural pairing. It's so delicious. No, it's, and it's, it's an interesting thing because when you think about spirit or food or anything, what, what grows together usually goes together. The yeasty notes from that beer and sort of that like, you know, bready, big, less refined thing actually plays really well with some of the funk that comes along with our elegant spirit. It's a really cool thing. I think people are a lot of times too wrapped up. They think a pairing is two things that are the same, that they forget that complementary is not layering the same. It's yeah. things that just go well together. And so uh, you find some of the, the, the strangest pairings, a lot of times on accident. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yeah. for the most part, it's on accident, sometimes on purpose, and you like to Sometimes to you gotta it, experiment. But... You just gotta like try different things, and you're all of a sudden, I mean, it's like you and I have done it, we've done it, where it's like you're just, you're like, oh, what? You're trying different spirits, and then you're like, oh, you know, but at the same time, you're kind of sometimes, you're not just drinking, you're not just taking shots, right? So, oh, you need something lighter, and then you're like, oh, that, that works. And, and, you know, sometimes a German Weiss beer is like, you just, it's the expressiveness of the yeast works when you have really expressive spirits. Oh, for sure. Like, and it's, you know, and it's experimentation. So, so what's, what's this, Dave? What do we got here? Well, first of all, we want to shout out to one of our listeners who sent some beer. Yeah. Not that this is a shameless plug that you should send us beer. <laughs> but you should probably send us beer. Actually, it was a, it was a beer trade. We're good traders. Uh, he asked to remain anonymous. He's a Belgian beer blogger that reached out to us and wanted to trade beers. We sent local beers, and he sent back some rad Belgian uh, lambics yep. that we can't get our hands on. World class. Absolutely. Oh. I wish I sent him more. I sent him first the box. I wish I sent two boxes. No, I mean, you talk about so. terroir-driven stuff. So that's why we figured we'd go terroir-driven rum with lambic beer using wild yeast from the area, terroir-driven. So we got some Cantillon. We got some Cantillon and cheers. Cheers, cheers to Anonymous. <laughs> anonymous thank you. So you can't get Cantillon, you know, here. Um, sometimes you can. Don't come asking for it. We don't always have it. <laughs> it's like a Russian river. Hard to come by. Yeah, yeah. Um, hard to come by. But um, the cool thing when, when we're talking about the similarities is, you know, at Cantillon, they they only brew a couple uh, for a certain amount of time of the year when it's cold enough, and it's spontaneously fermented, right? So the only thing that goes into making this beer is the air uh, in Brussels. So um, they leave it overnight, and whatever inoculates it, that's what it is. So it's always evolving it's no. always changing and there's such a beautiful like sort of there's it's art and science but there's a lot more like art to yeah. it right no and one of the things that i love about that is you you get the variable of time yes in like reality you can never drink that thing again and you can only be drinking it now as it is because it's this living thing so you're like you're you're on this dave dave used to talk all the time about like drinking on this timeline you know, and we'd wax poetic at the bar late into the evening. But like, <laughs> no alcohol was involved. There's something really phenomenal right? about a living beer. And like, I don't know if people realize how difficult it is to create an environment that 
delicious yeast can be consuming it. Like this is yeah. a lot of time in the making oh, to be yeah. able to and do you, this. You get nature as your partner. Yeah. I mean, you, they just jump right in at no cost sometimes. <laughs> I don't know if they develop a term, you know, we always use terroir, right? And that's something that goes with, with your product, but, um, and, and wine and other things, but this is from the air. You know, so this is something that, you know, these organisms are in and around Brussels. So it's like you got that there. And you can, you can do spontaneous fermented things here and other places, but this expression is from that area and, and it's from that part of the city. Even if you replicate that vegetation that's in that area, you're never really going to get that same thing. So this is such a unique expression to its area. That's why pairing it with Kohana, it just... No, it's, it, it's absolutely splendid. I, I love their beers. I think they do a, a bang up job. And you know, I'm, I drive really hard. Like I, I love my local breweries, I love, but there are some world-class people doing things like this that can't be replicated yeah. and can't be, like you just can't mimic this in a way that does it justice. We're gonna actually take a quick break so we can pour some of this out for the production crew because they're not supposed to be on camera. <laughs> but come back in about two minutes, we'll be back. Homeworld, locally owned and quality brands. Let us help you create your perfect home. Beachside Roofing, the leaders. Right on, welcome back to the Art of Rum. <laughs> Sorry, I mean, we're not going to tested. it's art. So we're going to continue with some awesome locally made rum uh, with Kyle. <laughs> and actually, we're going to pair it up with a really rad locally made beer. So what are we uh, going to crack open? We're going uh, crack open some uh, Coco Leca. This yes. is their uh, rum infused with uh, cacao and local honey. And as we're, we're talking about local, we want to mention one more local company that has been taking care of us today. Kahala Brand Aloha Shirts decided to dress us up a little because black t-shirts apparently is not as dressy as usual. So we want to shout out to Tom Park and Kahala Brand. It's the oldest garment uh, maker in Hawaii. Thank you for dressing us up nice. We Thanks for making me look good. Shout out to Tom Park, who also is a partner in one of the best bars in Hawaii. Absolutely. For the win, Tom. So, yes. and you guys all look good. I'm gonna call them afterwards and ask where mine is. Uh, <laughs> Line some labels up. So, right. so tell us about Cocoleca. So Cocoleca is a tale of three farms. There's an apiary, which is bees, and that's gonna be Manoa Honey. So Yuki and his team up there, jamming with world-class honey. Yeah. Then you've got Manoa Chocolate, and they're doing all kinds of chocolate from all over the world, but they work with us specifically and use only locally grown cacao and infuse that. So we've got honey, cacao, and then obviously our local farm to make the rum. So you've got this really cool three farm, world-class product. I mean, you can find this all over the place. I say you can drink it anyway and it doesn't matter. I mean, honestly, it's good in your coffee, on vanilla ice cream, on your partner. I mean, it's just phenomenal. <laughs> it just doesn't matter. So it's a no win. No judgments there? Yeah. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you. And this this is a much lower proof, right? Like, it's not as strong as the other ones, Well, right? it's, it's funny you say that. When you say much lower, it's still 30% alcohol. So it's still going to give you a nice buzz, uplift. It's a proper liqueur, yeah. the way Europeans look at liqueurs. It's not like, you know, this wilting little, you know, faux-flavored thing. But yeah, it's, it's lighter, it's quaffable. Yeah. And it fits right into what we've been talking about. We always talk about collaborations, and especially collaborations when you keep it local. I mean, 
you essentially have three local businesses working together to make one product and everybody wins when it happened. This stuff is delicious. We win by drinking it. You guys win by making it. I mean, what's what I always found and super fascinating with Kohana was um, every ingredient that goes into this rum is from here. Yep. And that goes to even the yeast. No, we're, we are like, so crazy. dogmatic. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's just a funny thing. If you're trying to do something from a place, you need to do it from that place. I, I get, I, you know, I try to be really gentle because I know everybody's on their own journey, but we don't bring things in from elsewhere. We're not trying to mask something or do it. We're trying to build. And I think that's really important. And working with other local companies like Manoa Honey or Manoa Chocolate, who are also trying to build and trying to make, trying to turn this thing into something phenomenal. And, and we're fortunate that we get to. It is phenomenal. Yeah. So what's, what's the beer we got with this, Dave? So I got this from uh, Justin Gerber, who's a brewer at Kauai Beer Company, and this is their Coco Bopo. They actually don't bottle this. this is, uh, they put this in a bottle for me one day. Uh, when I was over there recently. Lucky guy. Oh, and so Coco Bo Po is Coco is chocolate, Bo is bourbon barrel, and Po is porter. Um, this they release this once a year. It's like it is a thing. Like it is people are absolutely passionate about it. Every wow. time it gets released, it has a thing. And it was just like when we were talking about coming up with beer pairings, this seemed like this, the easy one. And actually tasting this, not having tasted the beer yet, I was like, oh, this is actually kind of tastes like Coco Bopo <laughs> if it was a spirit, mm -hmm. you know? These are, I mean, they're in the same family. This is yeah. great. And it's nice it's really because cool, it's yeah. not, this, the, the beer's not overly cloying or like over aggressive. So it, it lets, if you're going back and forth, like little nightcap, you know, mm -hmm. lets the expression come through. Yeah, no, that's a great. Because no. some of them, sometimes you get like a beer. That's the hard thing. Sometimes you're drinking a beer and it's just like, well, what's the point of even drinking? Like, it's so overpowering. Oh, right? for sure. And it's, and it's chasing you. Out. And you get that with spirits too, yeah. right? Where yeah. it's just like beating you over that. Dave will just pour like chartreuse all over the, you know, <laughs> and you're like, oh, okay. Yeah, 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 doesn't matter. I remember Dave and chartreuse and me, I was like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> you know, in, in my experience, I've had more chartreuse from you than I have him. So, yeah, my hot defense. kettle, I mean, Well, we both, uh, uh, we both like uh, chartreuse, okay. <laughs> now that's so what other, I mean, so we've had, we've had the kale, we've had obviously the, the daiquiri to start with, and we've had the cocoleco. What, what else, was there anything else that you guys have done in a quick a couple minutes? Or yeah, absolutely. So I want to, you know, come back for next season and do barrel-aged stuff, but uh, that's really what it is. Barrel-aged and then other flavors, and then we've got some exciting things in the bitters realm coming up. Right on. Well, to learn more about that, you're going to have to jump over to our YouTube channel. Check us out there, and until then, see you later. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Cheers. Hey, guys. Welcome back. We are now in the extended version, so we're welcoming all our TV guests to the YouTube version. Um, we are here with Kyle <laughs> from Kohana Rum. Look at that, that's a pro pour right there. Yes, he's, pouring, pro pour. he's pouring some poor, poor decisions over here. All right, speaking of poor decisions, <laughs> bottoms up, bottoms boys. Up. <laughs> Dude, that is a great decision, here we go. Oh, it's so fucking delicious, I can't help myself. That is good, sorry, I got my pretty One of these shirt. things is not like the others. <laughs> no. Yeah. It's true. That was. <laughs> yeah. All right. These are delicious. Let's um. Let's, let's get back to beer. Yeah. Let's crack, crack that keeping memories open. I want. I want to share that with everybody. What are you for? 
So uh, we, we got this beer in from Equilibrium. They're in, they're in New York. Um, and this is a Solera farmhouse ale. So the way they do this is it's a Solera means they're continually blending. So what they do is they fill a, pretty much a gigantic fooder, which is a gigantic oak barrel. Um, and then as they take some out, they're always refilling it. Cool. Um, so it's, it's, it's taking on a lot of different fermentation characters, but the beer is always living. So the beer never dies. And that's the cool part about it, right? So if you drain out this much, you're filling it back. It's usually like 90%, 10, they leave the 10, fill up. So even if like, uh, yeah. Above and beyond. Yes, yeah. So and so, so it's every batch has a little bit of the old batch. I love and, this. Yeah, and it's, it's so cool, but it, it's one of those ones where this isn't a sour beer. It's not a regular beer, but if you smell it, it's got all this kind of crazy stuff That's going characteristics on. Characteristics. Characteristics. But it's like it, with a daiquiri, it's, it's kind of, oh my God, it's got all this character going on. Cheers. So cheers. Very cool. Wanted to share this with everybody. What a great oh. name for a Solera style yes. beer to Equilibrium, yeah. where you just like, what a phenomenal thing. That's so perfect. Yeah. I love we, things done in a, a Solera style. I mean, that's something we learned from the Spanish doing sherry. You know, they've been doing it for, God knows how long. <laughs> God running. does, but we <laughs> God don't. does. We need to try that with the daiquiri. Little bit, little bit, little bit. All right, we're daiquiri. Making, we're making decisions here. It so, is really good. I, the, the other thing I love is along with everything else. So, you know, local beers that you know need to be drank immediately, and Kohana and the the story on the timeline, and the, you know, Cantillon and and Kwai beer and all this. This is a different style of allowing people their moment in time, which yeah. is the combination of other moments, which I think is just phenomenal. Yeah. I think this is- And they're really all complimentary, man. Yeah. They should, so things no, go perfect. well together. It's so and it's like good. You're using whatever rules you have to make things that are delicious. Right? Yeah. That does, that does go back and forth. And too. cheating, this is too good. <laughs> <laughs> this is cheating. Well, like, we've, wow. like we said, this lineup is good, but it's the lineup on the table that you're sitting at, so. Whenever you have something special, you open it up with your friends, oh, yeah, and that's yeah. the best way to yeah, enjoy it. Absolutely. It's no lie. I can't imagine, you know. I mean, obviously, if any of the other guests would have been here and sitting at the table, because I know you guys had a ton of hammers this season, but, man. <laughs> They're all really jealous right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thanks for not being on this episode. <laughs> well, we're going to do a, a season two reunion shoot where we get everybody together. It's going to be like a giant kegger. Art of with beer nice all stars. <laughs> uh, Art of rum all stars. Thank you very much. Get your own <laughs> I just did. They're running off the trademark we'll take, right now. The takeover has begun. Uh, the Art of rum is being trademarked as we speak. <laughs> So, you know, we didn't touch on this on, on, you know, on the TV version, but, you know, what I always found fascinating was on all your bottles. So, 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 no one, if, so for someone who hasn't been there, mm -hmm. you, guys, there's, you guys write the cane varietal, yeah. right? Because you talked about you have different heirloom cane varietals. Well, we've, we've, uh, we've gotten really fancy now and we stamp it, Ooh, but yes. Okay. Uh -huh. Because before it used to be written, right? It used to be handwritten. Right. Yeah. But you, so for a lot of people, they realize, like, you just think rum, it's, it's sugar cane, right? But, like, for you guys... There's, you said like 10 different? Oh, there's 34. Okay, 34. Yeah. And they all have different names. And I know from being there, they all have different colors, smells, textures, everything, right? No, full they on. have different reasons too. Why yeah. they, I mean, that's, that's I mean, it's, the story it's right like fascinating. Oh, it's, it's incredible. I mean, you dive in and, and look, I cannot begin to speak 
about this without giving credit where it's properly due, which is first to Noah Lincoln for introducing so much of this, Dr. Noah Lincoln, who is just a phenomenal human, and then obviously the Hawaiians who tended to all of these crops before, this matters in a way that should be showcased on a bottle. So it, it was, we limped into the opportunity to you know, grow and, and do these things. It's really this cool. Wasn't, it wasn't a cash crop. This is not, they didn't, wasn't raised. No, they didn't this bring. Was, this was an important part of life. Yeah. Like, you got to remember, what they had. Yeah. When, when you think about why things are where they are, Hawaii has sugarcane for sustenance. The Caribbean has sugarcane for profit. For profit, right? yeah. This is not for commodity. We talk about it all the time. They didn't breed out deliciousness. They didn't breed out all the shit that it's supposed to be. They let it be. Now, what's amazing about that story, and no one talks about this ever because nobody likes to tell the truth, one varietal went to the Caribbean. Guess what canes went over there to save that cane? <laughs> Polynesian canes. All the Caribbean stuff, you'll go to Haiti and find Hawaiian cane all over. Because once Western Contact got here, they're like, oh shit, let's start interbreeding over there and let's start saving these crops that are now struggling. It's, a, it's an incredible portion of the story. And like, as people living on these islands, or if you happen to be from here, or if you are Hawaiian, why isn't that story being told more frequently? That's an amazing story, right? To play to that, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm, I'm part crazy. Native Hawaiian, and until 10 years ago, when I started hanging out with this guy, I wasn't aware of most of this stuff. And that's, I mean, I blew my mind when my friend who was from Colorado yeah. was teaching me about heirloom Hawaiian cane. Yeah. And so I, it's, we don't know about it. Well, and you guys had to go like find this stuff, right? Like it wasn't like readily growing, right? Like you guys went and hunted for it. You gotta remember when, when things go from being grown for, you know, general reasons like life-sustaining or lining, you know, low E or whatever, whatever reason it may be to making money, then you start trying to drive that into, okay, how does it make more money? How do we hybridize it? How do we drive it into the thing that makes more sugar? Of it, right? well, well, I mean, that would be the <laughs> argument that I would make. Um, but you could also say that like, you know, like you can buy more shit. Um, but yeah, that's, that's, it's, it's a, sorry, it's a hard path to go down without being mean, um, criminally, uh, but it, yeah, it's... Let's just go back to the, the different varieties, because that's when the, the, the thing that was eye-opening, taking the tour, when the first time I got to go to the distillery and tasting, this is Ko Kea. Yeah. So Kea meaning white in Hawaiian, and, and when you open it up, it's bright white inside, and then tasting that next, like, you go to a rum tasting and, it, and you're tasting different, one distiller is making different aged rums. They're not making different rums from different cane varieties. Yeah. And it's like going all of a sudden you're like, oh, Chardonnay doesn't taste like Pinot Grigio. Doesn't taste like Chardonnay. Well, that's, that's the point, right? You elucidate it by going winery. And all, and all of a sudden you're tasting these little light spirits that are really fascinatingly different. And yeah. from savory, chocolate, to fruity and lily koi and it's all over the place. Well, there's some and that like we remember like we were there and then all of a sudden you're pressing it, we're there pressing it and it comes out pink. Yeah. And it smells like, like rotting guava, but it was just like, a, I say rotting guava and it's not a bad, like that's a, like if you're from here, like that's a cool smell. Yeah. yeah. 
especially associated with something that actually tastes good. So it's bringing, yeah. it's bringing that kind of funky thing in. So crazy. Yeah, I mean, we, we have a cane that I always tell people, like if they're from here, I'm like, yo, you just tasted it right and you don't know what's going on? Pipi kaula. <laughs> <laughs> and then they're like, screw you. And I'm like, yeah, there's this salty, like gnarly, beefy thing. Like, it, this is crazy. Pipi kaula yeah. is like a wet, Beef jerky, <laughs> local beef jerky. It's like a little vinegary and, and sometimes spicy. You should know what it is. <laughs> so I have, I have people like, I mean, one, of, one, of, one of my favorite memories of Kohana is a, a friend of mine from San Francisco who's really in Reza. Yeah. And he's really into agriculture. He's tasted agricoles from all, you know, everywhere, from Martinique. And he was skeptical about Kohana between the difference of the taste between the varieties. And he's got a world-class palate that I absolutely trust. Shout out Reza Ismaili. Love you, man. <laughs> but he went, out to, he went out to Kohana, and he came back, and he said, holy shit, <laughs> it's a, the, the varietals matter. Like, he, he was skeptical on it. And, and I was like, I, I told you, we've been doing this. This is and we just started unlike seeing, anywhere else. And we just started seeing it. You guys have been doing this for eight, nine years? Eleven. Yeah. Eleven years, and we're just seeing... I'm just finally seeing rum company, other rum companies being like, oh, catching like well, this is what you guys have been doing, this is what yeah. you guys have been realizing for a long time, <laughs> and all of a sudden people... <laughs> we, we say blazing trails? Hi guys. No, no, and it's really fascinating. You're not, you're not just making a place for rum drinkers here in Hawaii and, and something to explore. You're giving something to the world and, and showcasing what's been growing here for a thousand years, and that's really rad. I, I, I sure hope so. I mean, I, obviously, I'm a believer. Everywhere we take it, people go crazy. I mean, yeah. it, it is not to be slept on. But it's one of those things where I, I go back to, it's like, if you have, even if you're not like a drinker, like, and you're not like, you're not a rum drinker. Like I can say like, I'm not a rum drinker, right? But when you go out there and you, it's kind of like going to a brewery, right? Like, and a brewery that really takes their shit seriously. I don't know, there's something different. Like the, when I first met you and we were going through those fields and you know, granted it was just you and I, but it, it doesn't matter. Like you go out there on those tours, it's, it's something totally different. For sure. And you might not even be a rum drinker, but like to appreciate what's going on and you hear about like everything that goes into it and how meticulous it is. It's, and then you taste it. And especially like, now we didn't have any of the barrel age stuff, right? No, so we're, we're looking at like, Kea's a white rum, it's, it's unaged, and Kokoleka's like flavored, cough, but then- Cough, cough, we didn't have any. Yeah, but like, <clears throat> you have like, barrel stuff where it's like, for bourbon and scotch and, and whiskey drinkers, you, you pour them some of this, you're like, oh shit. No, we're the only people in Hawaii barrel aging stuff that's grown here. Yeah. <laughs> like, we're at, like, you can import it and do whatever, but like, all we do is stuff grown here, and we've got a barrel house that's gonna fit a thousand oh, yeah. barrels, and I, we're already planning a second one because people are going crazy yeah. for it. I've, I've personally no, taken a, a, a bottle yeah. of coho and poured it to whiskey drinkers. Yeah, and they're like, I said, taste this, and they're like, where's this from? I was like, fucking <laughs> here, <laughs> the North Shore. Like, I mean, this is not, this is not some thing that we went to Kentucky or Tennessee to find. This is from the North Shore. This, we're doing it right here, local as good as it gets. And it, it's, it's held up well with guys who are even the biggest whiskey snobs, you know, and unfortunately guys can be big whiskey snobs. No, for sure. But it's, it's one of the things I've always talked about with here, it's you get that first eye-opening experience where you, you think you know something, 
and then you taste something and it just says, holy shit, I didn't expect that. Yeah. And I, you get that experience with Kohana from the Kea to the Kokoleka to the Koho, which we'll taste next season while you're sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, even, like, Shout out to Kyle being on the couch next season. Talk about like, so one of the things that we don't have it here now, obviously because it's super hard, but like, the other, like, you've been, like, even going even further where it's like, okay, the barrel, it's made from wood, like, it might be oak from the mainland or somewhere yeah. else. But you also, like, started going into, like, projects where, okay, now it's made with koa wood where it's coming from here. Yeah. So the whole shebang is from here. No, and that's, that's, that's a big part of the goal, right? <laughs> <laughs> it ain't free. Um, now but, Tim's trying to get you back on season two. <laughs> <laughs> but you've got... next season. But doesn't that make a lot of sense? Like, we can grow trees here. Why are we not finding the types of trees that can add to this thing? We, we talk about, like, sustenance, and then eventually it has to become exportable things that aren't rape, pillage, and plunder. Yeah. There's a way to do this, my guys. Like, there's a real way. And, you don't and have that's to rape, we feel pillage, about. and plunder just because you're making rum. <laughs> no, pirates. It's, it's why we don't. It's why we don't. I mean, our motto is no pirates, no parrots. <laughs> you can have a peg leg. We are inclusive. But no pirates, no parrots. I mean. But you guys aged, you guys aged rum in koa in casks. Koa casks. So, yeah. like, so anybody who knows, like koa woods, not cheap. Not cheap. No. Not it doesn't grow very readily. It's it's a slow growing tree, mm-hmm. it was and it's hard to work with. Historically, it was the wood of the kings. Like you had yeah. to be elite. You had to be royal class to be even able to use it. And that. it's not the, it's yeah, not yeah, even it the like, easiest tree to work with. So that to I that mean, point, that's the other yeah. point you our not team even. that does that. So we don't do that in house. Right. It's Continental Craftsman, which I think is a funny name. Love you guys. Uh, for a Hawaii-based company, I think there's, there's some awesomeness about Continental Craftsman. But you know, the team over there, specifically Seth, who works with that wood and really oh, drills down to this thing, and he's been learning and growing. It's really, really great. Yeah, and, and, and got to give them a massive shout out. Yeah, they do some amazing stuff. And the flavor that comes from acacia, which is what koa is, it's an endemic acacia, is crazy. Which is, like, so from like the wine world, right? We know we age things in oak, and there's different oak. There's French oak, and there's American oak, and there's whatever's. But the, the fact that you guys chose this wood, spent the money, 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 to get to get a barrel, real to, money, to, real money, <laughs> to, to do the thing and to have it actually Street taste good because we, we you get wines from weird parts of the world where they're doing things in pine and they're doing things in whatever and, and there's some really weird flavors. It really ended up. It was a pretty yeah, yeah. phenomenal thing. It is. Yeah. It wasn't. It is. Um, we are going to have to wrap this up. We have to talk to some people see if we can get you back on the next season. Um, <laughs> There's a couch. There's a couch. Guy on the couch. We need people for the peanut Kyle gallery. Guy <laughs> on the couch. We can work on that. I uh, put in my application. Yes. We should probably have like one where it's like, where the fuck is Dave now? Where <laughs> Daniel and Tim, Daniel and Tim are gonna hide cold beer in a locked car somewhere in Honolulu <laughs> and try to figure out how long it takes for you to get to it. Um, or unlock the car with the swim gym. We gotta wrap this up. Thank you guys so much. We're gonna keep drinking over here. You guys keep drinking over there. We appreciate you guys. Have a great night.